See, I've always felt sort of out of place in the fact that I am not a big watcher of sports. Never have been. Never? I've really tried. Like, I really tried to get into uh, NFL football when I was in high school and in college. And, I mean, it was good from, like, the social perspective. And I really tried to, like, get into it. But it was very hard to, like, sustain. I don't think – I don't know. I'm just not a big, like – Let's sit down and watch sports. Is it because the uniforms look too modern and that you wish that they were wearing like leather helmets instead? Yeah, I can't get behind this proper shoulder and head protection. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'd say the only sport I really pay any attention to is college basketball. What is is your guys' mascot? They are the Golden Eagles. Go fighting eagles. Golden Eagles. Go fighting Golden Eagles. Is it uh, is it different if I if I say go fighting Eagles? Is that something else? Well, no, it's just, it's wrong. I mean, it's not <laughs> something else. It's just not right. Um, do, and lastly, did you play sports as a kid, or you know, in mm. high school or college? No, my mom wouldn't let me play sports as a kid. Not not any, or you played no organized sports. No, I played soccer when I was in kindergarten, and then after that, my mom barred me from playing all sports before. Uh, like middle school, I did youth soccer. I tried baseball. Um, I played like youth league basketball, and I was like C minus or lower. Like I was <laughs> C minus at best. I was not very good. But then I played football and rugby in high school. You played rugby? Yeah, I played one year of my senior year, and it was a lot of fun. That's that's intense, man. But. Paul was much bigger back then, and uh, God, there was so much running. <laughs> so we got football season starting up, and especially down here uh, in the South, college football season is insane. Mm-hmm. The baseball playoffs are are, head, are heating up. The Olympics just ended. Basketball season you know kicks off pretty soon. So today we want to talk about sports and cereal. Sports and cereal. Oh, uh, we, we haven't even gotten into our, our theme song. Yet. Oh, I'm really off today. <laughs> so, uh, well, this is Paul. And this is Nick. And this is Serial. So today, in celebration of football season kicking off, Mm -hmm. uh, baseball playoffs, the Olympics just wrapping up, uh, basketball season is is rapidly approaching. I mean, this is Uh, really just a crossroads of a lot of sports. I mean, you know, your your MLS teams, they're starting to get into the playoff season. I'm sure there's stuff going on with hockey soon. Sure. Hockey. Yeah. Hockey's coming up. Yeah. Uh, I saw golf on the TV the other day. Could have been a rerun. Uh, You know what I saw the other day? Futsal. I saw a game of futsal being played. I don't even know what that is. It's a five-on-five indoor soccer. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that people are ramping up their highlight games. Yeah, there uh, should be a segment called "Stuff Paul Didn't Even Know Was a Thing." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we're at a crossroads of a lot of different sports right now. It's a it's it's high time that we th- we talk about something in uh in serial in serialdom. That yeah. we haven't discussed yet, quite yet. Well, and to kick off the sports uh, episode and season, quite frankly, I uh, picked up myself a box of Touchdown Crunch. 
Touchdown Crunch. Yeah. Touchdown Crunch. I've never had a uh, Touchdown Crunch before. Have you seen it before? I've never even seen it. No, I don't think mm-hmm. so. So it's Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries, but the berries are blue and green and they're shaped like footballs. Okay. Like 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 footballs are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Ace Ventura. <laughs> they're little footballs. Laces out. <laughs> um, but they are like the worst shaped footballs ever. They're more like rugby balls. Like they're barely shaped like anything. But the captain is really enjoying himself on the front of the box. He's always enjoying himself. He's, He's always, always having, having a good, good time. time. He's high on life. <laughs> and then Captain Crunch is one that has a lot of different sports varieties. Uh, I think you and I have talked about Home Run Crunch before. Yes. <laughs> which is baseball yes. themed. Yeah. There uh, is Race Car Crunch, which has got like a racing theme. Is it just, are they just race cars? Yeah, so so basically all these cereals is you have the it's basically crunch berry. So you have the regular cereal and the berry is shaped like something. But the cars are shaped like um like a square car you would draw when you were like seven years old. <laughs> okay. And they look like a Tetris piece. <laughs> <laughs> and uh soccer crunch. Just which, soccer balls? I mean I guess so it's just crunch berries in a different box. I feel like soccer crunch or soccer cereal should be done exclusively by Ralston. They should yeah. so they can have the nets in there. Exactly, yeah. And some insane prize shrink wrapped to the uh, to the box. <laughs> Buy a box and you get the World Cup trophy. What? Yeah. A little World Cup for you. <laughs> Uh, so when we talk about sports cereals, obviously the first one that comes to mind is Wheaties. Oh, uh, Wheaties. Yeah. President Obama's unofficially uh, Monday through Friday cereal. Sure. Unofficially. But we, we know. We know. It's we know. But it's cool. unofficial. It's, but it's cool, Barry. We know. We know, we know Barry. We know. Barry Obama's, man. He needs Wheaties. You know he eats Wheaties. General Mills product, obviously, started in 1924. 1924? Yeah. It's a really old one. Man, I mean, I guess it's a dead simple cereal. It's ju- it's just wheat flakes. Yeah, Brandon wheat flakes. Um, it's basically been the same since it came out. Uh, are you a big Wheaties fan? Honestly, I don't know that I've actually had like a. I, I, I obviously I know of Wheaties. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I actually had Wheaties until today. I think today was the first day I had. True Bowl Wheaties. Wow. Well, here's the thing. It's like we've talked about how my house is a sugar household, mm-hmm. that, that all they love was sugar. Yeah. Like they, they, we didn't have time for, for Wheaties. Like why would we waste our time with Wheaties? It's like buying unfrosted Pop-Tarts. Like you're just <laughs> – like Frosted Flakes is right there. Yeah. Like why are you we buying Wheaties? So uh, yeah, I've never had Wheaties until today. What did you think? Um, that, so we talked about in the Raisin Brand episode trying to create your own Raisin Brand. This Wheaties is the thing. Wheaties is the perfect way to create your own raisin bran. Cornflakes is it's got the corn crunch. It's not it's, it's too crunchy. Wheaties is, is where it's at. And you know what? I did it. I made my own raisin bran today. Look at you with your farmer's market raisins. Oh, my farmer's market raisins, sun dried in the California sun by by local farmers and uh poured into a into the thing. You know, I so let me tell you, let me take you through mm-hmm. it. Let me take you through the process. I poured a bowl mm-hmm. of, of, of the stuff. I was first taken by how big the flakes are. Like, I feel like that you pour a bowl of corn flakes or you pour, pour a bowl of even raisin bran, and like the flakes that aren't necessarily 
big, but the Wheaties flakes for some reason were just huge. And maybe they're just floating the top of the, of the box. We talked about uh, you know fluid uh, solids as fluids before, and, and Nick Science Corner. That's right. Last Lots time. of great segments in this show. You know that a lot, a lot of great segments. <laughs> Nick, Nick Science Corner is one that I feel like that we should uh, we should really <laughs> expand upon. Um, anyway, so flakes are huge. Um, I pour I pour milk on it, and you know I drink soy milk instead of the uh, the, the cow milk. I take a bite. And I'm not sure if you know this about soy or about like soy products. Like the joy of soy products is that it takes on the flavor of whatever's around it. Okay. Like uh, so, like if you spice it up or you put like sauces and stuff around it, the the tofu or the soy product will taste good because it's surrounded by a lot of good things. So if you have like a soy product like soy milk that's covering something that has negative taste to it then you have nothing. It's just, it's like, uh, yeah, you're eating emptiness. But not in the same way that you're eating like an existential crisis of emptiness like you do if you're eating like a cookie crisp or a fruity pebbles. <laughs> yep. It's more of a, uh, you're just like, you take a bite and you're like, like, this is what they would be eating in the future when we have destroyed all taste in order to level out the playing field for everybody, uh, in order to make everyone bland and, and to control uh, the thoughts of everyone. Mm -hmm. Once we once we get to that dystopian future where we've destroyed all flavors, this is what we'll be eating. It's basically – I basically thought I was eating Soylent Green. And uh, <laughs> so I decided that I would uh, – I, I, yeah, that's when I brought down the, the farmer's market raisins, poured them on top, instantly made it better. It, like insanely better. Like it went from being like a nothing cereal to like, I, I don't know, top 15? Cereal for me, top uh, approaching the top ten. Wow, yeah, man, that is impressive. I'm just saying, like Wheaties plus fruit is is great. It's good stuff. Yeah, Wheaties is one of those that, as a kid, I always was like, I want to get those because it's got like such a positive like message. You know, it's such a like you eat this, you're going to be a great athlete, and it just was like that's so drilled into you. And I remember getting it once, and I'm like, oh, this is like health food right yeah and it's one of those uh, cereals that like i don't know anybody personally that eats wheaties not on a regular basis no but again it must sell yeah it's got i mean it's been around for forever and ever and ever and ever i mean forever it is the breakfast of champions it really is the breakfast of champions uh that slogan came out right right at the beginning 1927 man they came out really? with the yeah the breakfast of champions uh, tagline and that's also so i mean three years after this thing has been out they start doing sports sponsorships they sponsored a uh, minor league baseball team in minneapolis <laughs> starting small <laughs> yeah yeah uh they did like an uh an ad in the outfield uh and also some radio spots oh radio spots in the in the 20s that must have been something oh i would love to get my hands on that audio no kidding. Have you tried Wheaties? They're whole wheat with all of the brand. Uh, so they have this deep-rooted history in being tied to sports. So mm -hmm. everyone knows that, you know, the Wheaties box is, is it's one of those. Would you consider it like... Uh, now, you and I both being as far from professional athletes as possible, <laughs> I would consider it like that is probably a goal for some, if not most, 
athletes is to be on the cover of the Wheaties box. Yeah, I mean, to be on the cover of the Wheaties box is just, I mean, it means that you've reached the pinnacle of your sport. It mm. means that you, that not only are you like the top of your sport, but you're uh, enough of a name in order for you to sell cereal. Yeah. You can't just be like, you know, the second place team at the Olympics that, you know, might have done something good. You have to be, you have to be the final five. Mm-hmm. You've got to be Michael Jordan. You've got to be Mia Hamm. You've got to be like names that are synonymous with your sport, at least at the time period where you're, when you're on the box. And who, if you're an athlete, if you're a human, if you're just like a human being, who, who doesn't want to be so good at something that you are just synonymous with that sport. And, mm-hmm. you, you, and that's why they'll put you in the Wheaties box because you'd be like, hey, Mia Hamm eats Wheaties. Don't you want to be good at something? You slovenly, <laughs> dumb American. Don't you want to be good at something like Mia Hamm? Why aren't you eating this breakfast of champions? Why are you, why are you breaking out the 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 donuts that are topped with butter and glaze and uh, and and Fruit Loops on top mm-hmm. and eating that? Saying you know, joking around with your friends, haha, breakfast of champions. Why not eat the actual breakfast of champions, you fat pig? <laughs> and just in case you can't find it, we've made it bright safety orange. <laughs> it's bright safety orange. The box is always huge. It's like uh, honeycomb shaped box. Well, the flakes and are the size of coasters, so I mean, they <laughs> need a huge box. It's like it's like you can either eat these or you can take these outside and play ultimate frisbee. <laughs> That's one right. or the other. Either way, it's helping you. <laughs> so I wanted to talk briefly about uh, some of the notable athletes uh, that have graced the box. I know we've talked in the past about. Uh, the ones that everyone has heard of and all that kind of stuff. But there were some interesting factoids out there. Okay. Uh, 1934 was the first time they featured a real athlete on the Wheaties box. Was it a fake athlete before? So before they had had like an actor, like so like a model basically who was like, you know, like a ball player or something. But it was it was not a true athlete. It was just like a, a model. How uh, dare you, General Mills? Well, I mean, that's normal for most things. Let's just dial it back a bit here. Right. Okay. Uh, it was uh, Lou Gehrig was the first athlete on Wheaties Box, the oh, New York right. Yankees baseball player. He was, it was, And they actually started on the backside of the box. So Lou Gehrig was on the back. That same year, Eleanor Smith was the first woman who was on the uh, Wheaties Box. And she was a famous aviator. Oh, okay. So she did a lot of stunt flying. She set a ton of records. She flew until she was 89 years old. 89 years old. Yeah. So like, and she died in 2010. So like she was flying in the late 90s, early 2000s. She did like a lot of, she would fly like test planes and stuff. So she was. Smokes. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. If, if I could only be so lucky as to be able to be that with it when Mm -hmm. I'm 89. Yeah. Like to fly a plane. Right. Like, not even just be like, oh, I remembered where I put my car keys. <laughs> right? I don't even know where to do that now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also the same year, so 1934, the first married couple was featured on the box. And I had never heard of these people, Martin and Osa Johnson, but they were famous aviators, adventurers, documentary filmmakers. It's cool to see that Wheaties featured a man, a woman, and a couple within the first year. But I also found it interesting to see that Back then, these are your these are celebrities, a famous pilot, basically, right, and people who were exploring and making documentary films about like Africa and the wild, and, and it's like it's just kind of cool to me that that's what was popular back then. These were the people that we were like, yeah. 
these guys will help us sell cereal. 1935, they had the first female athlete. I mean, I guess sort of an aviator is not, I guess, technically an athlete. Uh, her name was Babe Diedrichson Zaharias. This is Babe Diedrichson Zaharias, who's so far ahead the rest can hardly see her with a telescope. I didn't practice this, obviously, but uh, she was an American athlete who had a lot of success in golf, basketball, track and field, and she won two gold medals in track and field in the 1932 Summer Olympics, then went and became a pro golfer and won 10 LPGA major championships. Man. It's just unbelievable. What the heck? And it's like, well, you know, I... uh, I didn't eat a frozen dinner tonight, so I should I should get a prize. Yeah, right. I don't understand like how good humans are sometimes. Like mm-hmm. I can't like there's sometimes I see or hear about things and I'm just like, I didn't know that we could do that. Like I had no idea that we as humans could achieve that much or do that many things. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, and and what's cool is like they're all these are all Americans too. So there's there's a lot of sort of um, patriotic pride with a lot of this stuff too. Mm -hmm. Like that dude who out ate Kobayashi. (laughs) I mean, that's that's huge, man. That's huge. Was it it Joey Chestnut? Joey Chestnut. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. He should be on the Wheaties box. He should be. I mean, he actually. It should be like uh, denominations of currency. Like uh, you should have like a like. Child athletes on on like small like uh, the fun like size the- boxes, <laughs> and then like on when when you gotta get like a gross like uh, 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 when you get like a pallet delivered of Wheaties like on the shrink wrap on the outside it's just a picture of Joey Chestnut <laughs> or like Shaq yeah <laughs> uh, a couple more I want to go over real quick 1936 one of my favorite athletes of all time Jesse Owens is the first African American athlete hmm. he is like in my opinion like. Such a classy dude, such an incredible athlete, first African-American athlete on the Wheaties box. And then this was interesting. The first athlete on the front of the box uh, was in 1958, this guy named Bob Richards, who was an Olympic pole vaulter. Really? Pole vaulter? I couldn't name a pole vaulter right now. I could never name a pole vaulter ever. Uh, There's just, but yeah, so he was the first athlete on the front of the box he won gold medals in 52 and 56. Hmm. So from that point on, they've had an athlete, you know, easily a ton of athletes on the cover. And then the guy who's been on the box the most is Michael Jordan has been on the Wheaties box 18 different times. 18 times? And he has a great meme. <laughs> Which yeah, that's, I love. that's really what you be known for. Like you know, he won like a, a million world championships. Uh, he basically elevated the entire sport. But you know, let's let's talk about crying Jordan. <laughs> crying Jordan is amazing. Every single kid in the eighties and nineties, and probably today, sticks their tongue out when they try to dunk. Sure, but yeah, crying Jordan is what <laughs> he is remembered for. That's that's the legacy. That's the that's the true legacy that he leaves yeah. behind. So, that, yeah, so Wheaties really is sort of that, if we were going to say sports and cereal, that's the first thing that everyone thinks of. It's sort of that easily recognizable tie-in between sports and cereal. Because to be honest, the, as we were doing a lot more research, cereal, because it has sort of fallen out of, I don't want to say it's fallen out of fashion, but it's not really like the health food Mm-mm. it was marketed to be, you know, in the 50s and stuff like that. Well, that's the thing. It's like uh, of the cereals that are are remaining on the shelves right now, like Wheaties is really like the only one that is like would be conceivably a cereal for athletes. 
Like, there's a lot of other cereals that are out there uh, that might claim to have some kind of benefits for athletes, but like Wheaties is like the one that seems to have like any legitimacy in that or any credibility. That's what I'm right. trying to say. Wheaties mm. is the only like credible one. Like that's the cereal for athletes. Every other one seems to be more like a sugary cereal that is using sports in some way in order to to, to market itself because marketing sugary cereals are hard. And so yeah. let's uh, let's make Touchdown Crunch and uh, let's uh, let's put try to put athletes in the front of our box and be like, no, Frosted Flakes are great for athletes. Yeah, it's more like endorsed rather than like used. Right. Yeah. You know. It's, it's just like, yeah, you can use my image as long as I get that sweet money. Do I have to eat your cereal, though? Because that could ruin my career. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I haven't had a carb in three and a half years. I'm right. not going to start by eating an Applejack. Thank you. <laughs> oh, God. What if, what if that was the thing? If somebody came down to me and was like, Nick, in order for you to be one of the greatest athletes of all time, you have to start eating Apple Jacks every day, all day, for the rest of your life. I don't know if I could do it. That, yeah, that's a toughie, man. Yeah. That a- feels like the kind of stuff that happens like in the back room of like when they're making somebody big. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, so-and-so's not very good. Well, we just have to market him better and uh, you're going to have to sell your soul. Well, what does that mean? You're going to have to go on a Corn Pops box. <laughs> no! And then they zoom up and spin the camera. Oh, boy. <sighs> hey, do we want to do our... Uh, do we want to take a word from our sponsors now? Uh, yeah, let's go. Let's check in on our sponsor. Now a word from our sponsor. This week, we uh, we received some cool stuff in the mail. Let me tell you, the uh, so I got a knock on the door. Uh, I, I waited all day for this thing to, to come. Mm-hmm. I got a knock on the door. The delivery guy... Uh, has me like he just like beeps my thing get, hands me this giant box and he just looks at me like with a eye, raised eyebrow and he's like enjoy your cereal like, <laughs> really that's I was, awesome I like i don't need your shade man i don't need <laughs> your tea i don't need your pink lemonade do you know who i am sir <laughs> yeah we, nick and i each got a uh, promotional package sent to our respective studios Mm-hmm. And uh, they're they're from General Mills, and General Mills is doing a Monster Vote 2016 uh, promotion this year. So basically, your Monster cereals are going to have a political theme, and they want you to go online and vote for your favorite monster. Mm-hmm. And they've got like a bunch of prizes, and you can win uh, cash. You can win. Uh, I want to win a vintage T-shirt, like a throwback T-shirt. Yeah, that'd be nice. That's what I'm. That's what I want. But uh, they sent us each a, a promotional box. So we've got. Uh, look, guys, I, I don't know any other way to say this without sounding arrogant. So I'm just going to say it. Mm-hmm. We're influencers now. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing: is like we started this podcast hoping to get serial screeners. We're like, this is we're on our way, man. So we, look. And this is going to be our last episode because we set a goal. We've achieved it. We're done. Thank we're you. Done. Good night. Thank you. Thank you. And good night. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about this this election thing real quick. Obviously, it's a it's a grab on the uh, the election season that's happening right now. Yeah. If you had to vote for one of these monsters, Count Chocula, a bite for the people. Uh huh. Wait, what is it? It's one bite for one person. What is, what is their slogan? 
Um, one small bite for man, one giant bite for vampire kind. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's okay. actually a real bite for real people. So, Count Chocula, a real bite for real people. Mm-hmm. Frankenberry, people cereal first. Or Booberry, Boo needs you. Who of these monsters would you want representing you? I'm torn because I want to pick one based off of the cereal. Uh-huh. But I want to pick one. I want to pick a different one based on his look. Okay. But I want to pick another one based off of his platform. I, I, I agree in these terms. Okay, go for it. Uh... Empirically, I mean, if it came down to it, when I have to go into that little booth and I pull the curtain closed and I'm standing there and uh, I see my dangling Chad. Yeah. I, and, uh, and I'm sure it's a very spooky voting booth, too. <laughs> it's, yeah. The, the, <laughs> the voting uh, venue looks like a haunted house. <laughs> There's dry ice fog everywhere. There, you go to reach in to vote and it's just a bowl full of grapes. Like, and someone like, gra- why is that even there? <laughs> And someone grabs you back. <laughs> right. uh, I I think I'd, I'd have to vote for Count Chocula. Count Chocula? Yeah. They, based on cereal? Based on cereal, uh, it would have to be Count Chocula, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, it's one that, it's it's of the monster cereals, it's the one that I I personally think is the best. Mm-hmm. I think, and I think, you know, he he's the, what's the opposite of the underdog? Overdog? He's the... Overcat. Uh, he's the overcat. He's the overcat. I think they, they, they think that's a technical term. Oh, the opposite of an underdog is the overcat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's the definitely, I feel like that if you put this, and I guess we'll see soon, if you put this to a poll of the people, that Count Chocula is going to come out on top. Here's where I'm at. Okay. Count Chocula. I do like, I do like Ch- Count Chocula. I do feel like that Count Chocula, his super pack's a little too full. This, he's got a little bit too much funding. He's, he's, I think he's being funded by Big Cereal, to tell you the truth. Because when we got our screeners, just a little bit extra came in the Count Chocula box. <laughs> and there's no reason for that. There's no reason for that. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a bribe. Extra. Yeah. I'm saying it's he, a bribe. It's a, it's a little too much. It's a little too forward. So I have, I have to move on from Count Chocula. So then I, I, then I see Frankenberry. Uh, Frankenberry is a good cereal. I like Frankenberry. I, I definitely uh, like fruit flavors in my cereal. Uh, I just can't get over the pink poop scandal. Mm-hmm. That's just a scandal that I'm never going to get over. I'm not going to get past. And they've uh, uh, they've given him a Richard Nixon gesture on this box. Yeah, they have not a not a vote of confidence right there. No, and also it's a he's a people cereal first. It's a very populist stance. Mm-hmm. Um, Feels a little bit of a pandering, a little bit. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little bit of pandering. It's a little bit of pandering for sure. Uh, what does he know about people? He isn't even a real man. Wow, that's a bold statement. <laughs> that is a bold statement. That's a bold statement. Then, then we have so who we have left is is Booberry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that we've we've discussed this. Booberry is my favorite of the of the monster cereals. It's uh, I, I I I like his I like his color. I like his cool stylings. Uh, he is. He does like the uh, to to rock the bow tie and the uh, and the bucket hat, which uh, reminds me of an old man, which I appreciate. Um, <laughs> yep, as do I. But he has like a very human hand and fingernails. It's very creepy and very off-putting. <laughs> I don't care for it. Uh, it's it's weird. Uh, so I don't know that I could. I, I don't know if I could vote someone into office that has such a creepy hand. 
So right, I Nick, feel like I need you to just pull the lever. I need you to make a vote, man. It's go time. Right in canned at Fruit Brute. <laughs> Come on. Why don't you just throw your vote away, Nick? <laughs> okay. I'm voting for who I believe in. Okay. Well, that's great. That's great. You know, a vote for Fruit Brute is just a vote for Frankenberry. <laughs> you know? Uh, so the, the URL is monstersvote2016.com. You can win prizes. You can enter once per day. You just go and it's got a cool little website. You vote for your candidate, you put in your email, and you can win stuff. And you can also see what state uh, has which candidate. And right now, Count Chocula is sweeping the nation. Oh, boy. So if you're a big Booberry or Frankenberry person out there, you have a civic responsibility to get out there and let your voice be heard. Because right now, Count Chocula, like an old-timey... Uh, politician, he's got his cronyism out there just sweeping the votes away. Well, you, John and JQ viewer, sit by idly wondering what you could do to save your monster country. This is your opportunity to go this out there and rock the monster vote. Gotta rock the vote. Yeah. Rock the vote. What would monsters do? So would they rock the vote? Oh, sorry. Yeah, would they rock the vote? They would. I think they would monster mash the vote. <laughs> yes. That was good. I like that one. So we've got these other cereals that use some sports endorsements. We've got some that we're sort of now. So we're getting into what I would call like fringe sports sponsorships. Okay. Um, You've got this. I think everybody has heard of Flutie Flakes. People, I think that people have probably heard of Flutie Flakes and have no idea who Flutie is. That's right. Doug Flutie. Uh, he's a journeyman quarterback. Uh, he, I knew him best as the as he played for the Chargers. Uh, I feel like that more than his career, Flutie Flakes is his legacy. It's his crying Jordan meme. Yeah, he's got his Flutie Flakes, but he's not just famous for that. I just want to say, like, right. he's incredibly famous for his um, Hail Mary pass when he was in Boston College. Cut! Boston College. I don't believe it. He uh, played for the Buffalo Bills. He played for a whole bunch of different teams. But you're right. He's kind of like he's one of those quarterbacks that was good. That was a big name, but never really hit that pinnacle level. He I don't think he ever really I don't think he ever won a Super Bowl, did he? No, he did not. Yeah. I always feel bad for guys who are like big in the NFL. They're well known, but they never get that Lombardi trophy. Yeah. He did, however, win three Grey Cups in the CFL, in Canada's Football League. And he was on Dancing with the Stars. He was, yeah. He didn't win. Big surprise. I'm sorry. That's a (laughs) (laughs) Choke artist. (laughs) Uh, So he had Flutie Flakes, which were basically just, were they like, were they just brand flakes? It was a frosted corn flake. That's what it was. So frosted flakes. He made made frosted flakes. Yeah. Um, there's a company in Pittsburgh called PLB Sports, and they make these weird private label player endorsed products. They basically have like private label stuff that they'll brand with a, a famous athlete's name. And then most of the time, if not all the time, the profits go to charity. So like the athlete will have some sort of charity or foundation that they support. Um, there's a ton of just random ones out there. And all the cereals are basically... Frosted Flakes, Corn Flakes, 
Cheerios. This is your sort of basic cereals is what they're doing. I just picked out a couple that I thought were kind of funny. Yeah. Um, you have Fastball Flakes, which was <laughs> <laughs> so stupid, which is Justin Verlander's um, okay. cereal. Yeah, yeah. And the other one I loved was uh, Ocho Cinco's. <laughs> Which is uh, Cheerios for Chad Johnson, Chad Ochocinco. So yeah, so PLB Sports, they do all this weird stuff. They also have a Ron Gronkowski hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> if there's any anything, any product out there that's other than like an energy drink that's good for Gronk, hot sauce is where it's at. Hot sauce is the one. I think it's called Gronk sauce. Gronk sauce. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so you guys can actually go to PLB Sports' webpage and you can order all this great stuff. Uh, a lot of the older cereals, they don't have any cereal in them, but you could get like the packaging if you wanted, if you're a collector. Uh, so the, they still make all this stuff. Their website's awesome, too. It looks like it was last updated probably in like mm, 2002, maybe. So it's, <laughs> it's fun to navigate. It's got that Space Jam feel to it. The other one that I thought was interesting is Frosted Flakes has a lot of sports and exercise themed advertising as of late. Uh, but I know that when we were kids, like they had the cartoon tiger and he always was sort of like, he would be at soccer practice. Yeah. Or he'd be encouraging you to go out and do your thing. And I find it kind of interesting that something that was once called sugar frosted flakes, they're still super confident about being like, yeah, this kids who are active need this. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just that it amps them up. Kids do really great in our cereal for like about an hour. And then after that, they fall asleep. So eat your flakes, get out there and run around for an hour. And then hopefully you don't have plans later. <laughs> hopefully you don't have plans later because you're about to slip into a small coma. <laughs> I remember one specifically I thought was pretty cool was Frosted Flakes Gold. Gold! I remember that, yeah. I love gold! Frosted Flakes with like, baked with honey. So like honey and the <laughs> box was like... That's all Frosted Flakes really needed. Was, yeah. Was, a, was a, an extra sweetener. And it had like little sports pictures on it in the background. And they've got like that tiger stripe kind of logo going on, which is very much like an Adidas sportsy kind of logo. Mm -hmm. I feel like that was the first time I saw it. So... Gold was one that they really pushed as a long-lasting energy and that had like more of a sports theme. But all they've got commercials now where it's like dad and son or dad and daughter and they're like doing a catch in the in the backyard or they're playing soccer. And the tiger's like there, but he's not really part of it. You know what I mean? Have you yeah. noticed this? No, yeah, definitely. There's one commercial that I've seen a lot lately where – it's uh, Tony sitting at a table with a girl in a wheelchair, and uh, Tony's like, "Where are you? Are we going to the skate park today?" And the girl's like, I, "Maybe." And then they, they're it's them at the skate park, and he's like, "Go get him!" And she like rolls down a ramp, and you're like, and and then everybody's like, "Yay, you rolled down the ramp!" And like I'm like, Tony, that's all you can encourage her to do is roll down a ramp. Like I was up, I was, I was expecting some tricks. I was expecting her to get into that bowl and do some like you know 180 Christ airs, you know. <laughs> Wait, so it's just like a regular ramp? Yeah, it's just like a, you know, it's just like, a, like a, you know, it's just like a, a ramp that she would probably have gone down anyway, just going about her day because that's how you get yeah. inside of buildings. Yeah, she goes down this like small ramp, goes down there, everybody cheers her on, is like, yeah, you did it, way to go. You know, I just, 
I'm, I'm hoping for some like Tony Hawk tricks. Like that's yeah. What I, was I was thinking she was gonna like go off the edge of an empty pool, like right? in the deep end. Try yeah, just like grinding on the edge of that empty pool. Get her to. If I don't see her like getting some major air at the X Games, then what's what's it all? What's it all worth? What's it all? What are we doing here? Yeah, or why are we putting her on uh, like some uh, skis? And then she's now we're talking. Now, now we're she's talking. Amped, now she's amped up on all that natural and artificial sugar. Yeah, just like amp her up on that adrenaline. Just like scream in her face for a while until she screams <laughs> back, and then just shove her down the hill. Like that's that's the Tony the Tiger I know. So I've got a couple of uh, real deep cuts here. Okay, hit me. Two that I had never heard of. 1984, General Mills releases Pro Stars. Pro Stars? Do you, do you know the cereal? I do not. It is a hockey-themed cereal mm-hmm. with hockey-themed commercials. Okay. Not exclusively, but regularly endorsed by Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> Semi-regularly endorsed. Whenever, whenever Gretzky could get around to it. Whenever they were like, man, there's nobody else marketable in hockey right now. <laughs> Can someone get Wayne on the phone? <laughs> Everybody else has either missing teeth or has like hamburger for face right now. <laughs> yeah. We need to get Wayne Gretzky on the phone. He's the only person that looks halfway decent. Uh, so Pro Stars were a lightly sweetened oat cereal with a touch okay. of honey. So a star shaped with a hole in the middle, kind of like Alphabets or Lucky Charms, the cereal. Uh-huh. But it was not frosted so much as lightly sweetened with lightly a touch sweet. of honey. Okay. And it included hockey cards in the box. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was a cartoon in the 90s that called Pro Stars. Do you re- please tell me you remember this cartoon? I do not remember Pro Stars <laughs> <as a> cartoon. <laughs> we but I imagine, to- before you tell me, is it like a Super Friends but with athletes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. Okay. There are three athletes in the cartoon Pro Stars. Uh Uh-huh. Can you name them? All right. Here we go. 1984? No, no, no. I'm going to say this is like 89 or 90 or 91. Okay. All right. Uh, Let's say... One of them is a real deep cut. I mean, deep for now. Uh Uh-huh. Give me your your, your Uh, pick. Let's let's say Gretzky, Jordan. Yep. Yep. And but that was solid right there, right off the bat. You knew those two, Bernie Kozar. <laughs> no, mm. come on. Uh, different sport, different sport. I'll give you that. Not it's not basketball or hockey. Okay, not basketball or hockey. Tommy Lasorda. Dude, are you even trying? <laughs> I'm trying to think of like sports. All right, so a- athlete. Okay, major athlete. Yeah, huge name. Huge name. This guy was everywhere, everywhere in the in like the late eighties, early nineties. And now he is like he fizzled out after a serious injury. This is as late eighties, early nineties as it possibly gets when it comes to athletes. Yeah, I don't know, man. Bo Not Jackson. Uh, I was going. I was about to say it as a joke. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, I was I, like, I was gonna say it as a joke, and like, I it was like, oh, I think Paul's getting mad at me for for making jokes. Uh, dang, Bo Jackson! I knew Bo, Bo Jackson, of course, it's Bo Jackson. 
Yeah, he because was. He's, he's a hybrid. He, he, if you're gonna have three athletes and you want to cover four sports, like that's how you do it. You get Bo Jackson. It's him or Deion Sanders. It's him or Deion Sanders. Their show was amazing. The theme song was a retooled version of "We Will Rock You." <laughs> Michael's prime is slam time. Pro stars, show stars, rain's hot, slam shot. Wait. I do remember this a little bit. Yes! It was such a bad show. It was awesome. Yeah. So Jordan Uh, had the rocket shoes. Yeah. Uh, Wayne Gretzky had rollerblades that would pop out of his shoes, which were basically Heelys. Yeah, they're Heelys. (laughs) And then I think Bo Jackson had like a telescopic bat. Bat. Yeah, he had a telescopic bat. Yeah. Yeah. Just awesome. That was a great show. (laughs) Great relative. But yeah, that was a show. Okay, lastly, we're going to talk about, I was, I I went in search, this was in search of a racing cereal. Okay, yeah, just to cover the sports. Yeah, sure. I went in search of a racing cereal that was like actual racing with real athletes, not not Captain Crunch in an X-Wing helmet with a checker flag. (laughs) Right. There was a special cereal released by Kellogg's that was a Target exclusive called Vrooms. Vrooms. <laughs> it was a frosted multigrain cereal with red circles. So you had like frosted multigrain Cheerios with red Cheerios mixed in for the Target logo. Okay. But the the red one had no different flavor. Oh, it just tasted like the other ones? Yes, it was just red to like to the, just for marketing purposes. Uh, and it featured the target racing team drivers. So they had NASCAR and formula one drivers in their like target burn suits. And I just love the idea that it's called Vrooms. Yeah, sure. And it is focused around formula one, formula one. (sighs) I've talked about sports so much. I'm, I'm, I'm sore and tired. (laughs) You need need a a good uh, sauna break. You need to, Mm. to get the ice bath. Uh, yeah, you need now to, I know why John Madden ate so much. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I feel like that. Yeah, we definitely deserve a turducken for all of our efforts today. You know, that is a dream. One day I'm going to do that. A turducken? Mm-hmm. John Madden? Is, is John Madden involved in the dream or are you just going to make it yourself? No, I just have always wanted to make and an just the idea of preparing and eating a turducken <laughs> sounds so cool. You know, I, I believe in you. I think you can achieve those dreams. <laughs> I know this was really the tip of the iceberg, but we, we uh, I think we did a pretty solid job talking about sports and cereal. I saw an interesting article about cereals that could and should be endorsed by, you know, nutritionists. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are these protein, uh, these protein packed ones. Like there's Akashi vanilla protein. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of these that are non-GMO, organic, less, I guess, less gluten or less wheat. Or not fully wheat based. Like that could be, yeah, um, really healthy for for folks who are doing a lot of activity. So hopefully we'll see a a, a rebirth and a renaissance with uh, athletes endorsing cereal besides the ones we're used to seeing. Well, that's the thing is like, yeah, I feel like that in our age of reason of cereal marketing and cereal development, that uh, if you put an athlete on the cereal, it's kind of like the athlete saying, this is a cereal that I think that you should eat in order to be more like me or more like an athlete in general. So if you're going to put us, uh, 
put a celebrity sports figure on a cover, the, the cereal itself should be healthy. Or it should be contributing toward like a, if not an athlete's life, at least a healthy life. Mm-hmm. Just more opportunities for the you know Simone Biles to be looking out at me from a cereal and be like, "You fat slob! Why don't you just eat the good for you cereal? Stop reaching for the Lucky Charms! What are you doing?" Mm. I want them to like do the at least endorse the organic, free range, non GMO cinnamon toast crunch. What's like the one with all the animals, like the koala bear on it and stuff like that? You know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about, yeah. That's what they should do. If we can get an endorsement on something that still tastes good, I'm all for it. I'm into it, yeah. Thank you guys for listening to the Super Serial Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, and on Tumblr. Uh, just look up the Super Serial Podcast on any of those things. You can also uh, continue to listen to the show with your uh, current medium. You can tell your friends to find the show on iTunes. You can find it on Google Play Music, on Stitcher, and our, our home hub for all things audio, SoundCloud. SoundCloud! You can stream that uh, right from SoundCloud. You don't have to download anything. But if you pause, it's really easy to lose your place in SoundCloud. That's sort of my beef with it. You can email us at the uh, SuperZeroPodcast at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, just let us know what you think. Uh, either through there or through ratings or however by a pigeon you can send a raven if you'd like uh if you uh i i don't read smoke signals but I mean, if you'd like to try that i mean i i'm game you can send a fax uh fax i mean, we'll find a way to make a fax work you can send a fox uh foxes are a little dangerous and i feel like that they have diseases but yeah maybe a fox i think they can get worms <laughs> from fox i don't yeah uh, but yeah, uh, thank you for, for listening. Uh, this is Nick. And this is Paul. And this has been Serial. 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 Serial.